welcome to They Watch at Night, a spooky, scary skeleton podcast where we ask the question, if you've got fingers for teeth, do you go to a manicurist for upkeep? Because hmm. he had fingers for teeth. A little, a little... I mean, he did. Oh, because I was like, ah, God. He had fingers for teeth? Yeah. Yeah. His had... mouth was like a hand. His uh, oh. He had one hand that was reaching up and the other one was bottom, so the knuckles were kind of the teeth, I'm... which is just such a... Good stuff. See, I don't uh, know. I'm a little conflicted about the the uh, monster design. I. It's not that I didn't like it. I just don't know if I loved it. See, and it and it could be contrast to the rest of this movie. Um, it was the only thing that really held the movie up for me. <laughs> um, but anyway, so welcome to they watch at night. Uh, this is our. We're getting close to the twentieth episode, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like twenty. Well, I, I mean, ju- he got backed up. Well, no, because I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, uh, uh, put the other one out. Is this twenty? Um, Let me check. I know. Goals. Seriously, check what what number we posted at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I changed from putting numbers on them to putting the title of the thing. So, it, but uh, I changed oh, that around right. like ten. Um, Stop yawning, Ben. <laughs> Can't help it, man. Mm, no, I got that COVID booster yesterday. Oh, takes a lot I'm out of you. Effed up. You got a booster? Or not yeah. a booster? Just like the regular shot. But I'm like, phew, wait, man, it tears you down. I woke up this morning, took like a mental inventory. Okay, I feel fine. I can taste. I can smell. I'm good. Everything's gonna be fine today. My body's used to it. And then, like as the day kept going, man, I started dragging. It hurts. Like it, I mean. Don't get me wrong, COVID's terrible, but like the fucking booster is just. Oof. I know. We have posted seventeen. Yeah. Well, oh, wow! So, it does not feel like we've posted that many. Well, uh, I'd say Man, we, time's gonna fly by. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I mean, uh, we took a pretty, I'd say, hefty hi- hiatus, but um, we took like a two, three week hiatus. Yeah. Yeah, we um, did here and there. I mean, we started this in the summer, and uh, we were originally doing uh, one every two weeks. And then we switched it up to one every week. And I, you know what? I think we've hit a nice pace. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this would be this would be episode 19. Our Halloween episode is going to be episode 20. Ooh, exciting. Exciting. No, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I, got, I, I don't know if we're going to get anything out of it, but it's just going to be fun to try. Well, I got the spirit box, which the reviews on that one were good. The rest of them were like... Uh, like it's so funny. The another one I looked at was just like, why is it? Why is the box wet? And I was just like, what? what? <laughs> My God, ectoplasm. Yeah, it's just like the box. The box looks soaked, and I was just like, why are you? Why? Why did this get sent? Um, why was it wet? I don't know. The it, guy was it actually wet? No, he took a picture, and it just looked like part of the box had disintegrated. Oh, I thought you meant like yours. It also came in no, wet. No, no, mine. Okay. Mine was dry. Okay, well that's good. You don't want it. You don't want it wet. But um, yeah. So for the, our our official Halloween episode, we're doing a spirit box episode, which I guess we'll use the uh, we might traverse the woods or something. But yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll use the mics and um, I think we'll we'll just you know go and just kind of turn the lights off, really set the vibes, some candles, and just in here yeah. everywhere, man. <laughs> man, I want to go to the attic. It's gonna it's gonna really look wanna. like the house from Boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, turn off the ooh. Oh. No, this. I mean, it. it I could live with this, honestly. I mean, this is a dark room at night, man. Mm. Shoo wee. 
And this just so we've been has has made an amazing podcast space for us. A nice yeah. little setup in here. So are you is this the room you this was your childhood bedroom, correct? This is it. So this is where you've seen most of your uh like any any run-ins you've had with Biscuit have came from this room so or just anything in general? At the epicenter. So the first time I saw Biscuit, he was looking around that corner right there. Mm. See that? That's a that's a that's a deep corner. <laughs> like there's a door, then there's just like a little walkway in. Man, that's perfect mm, for a ghost. Yeah. Because mm. I had a uh, I had like a like the bed I had was like low to the ground, so my head <clears throat> my head was like below Joe's knee, <laughs> and I was a little actually my head was like at your left knee. And I just, I remember waking up and seeing just him there. like peeking on the corner and I'm like, I went back to sleep. I don't know why I didn't do anything about it, but <laughs> I didn't figure I could do anything about it. So I just went back to sleep. You've always seemed like you're like at peace with it. You're just kind of like, you know, it's Something's there. Gonna I'm happen. just going to ignore it. I think that's why he hasn't bothered me. Yeah. Well, just... that's going to change next week. Mm. <laughs> about to turn See, on this little We're going hunting. See, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing, Spirit Box. If he can communicate, we can be like, hey, we're cool. And he can be like, hey, I'm a fan of the podcast. Can I come on? It'd I be see, pretty cool. I told him 15 years ago that <laughs> me and him are good. And we've been good ever since then. You two fuckers is what I'm worried about. <laughs> Just not like- Listen, I've called him all sorts of names, and he still hasn't showed his bitch-ass self. So I don't think... I'm leaning towards if he. I think it. I think that something was here at the very least. I think that there could still be something here, but I don't think it's powerful enough to manifest consistently. Maybe not. But we're gonna find out. Yeah. Great. Speak. Speaking of shadow people peeking around quarters. Uh, so today's episode is uh, the Boogeyman, um, which is. Based on the, uh, I believe it's like 1970 something. Um, all right, yeah. Um, the Boogeyman is a 2023 American supernatural horror film directed by Rob Savage. Um, screenplay by Scott Beck, Brian Woods, and Mark Heyman, um, or Heyman, and uh, it is based on the 1973 short story of the same name by Stephen King. Which, I'm not gonna lie, I, I'd like to apologize to the both of you. <laughs> I, I do think there are some good Stephen King adaptations out there, but he has such bad luck. L- listen, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of this movie, but like this is not the one you should be apologizing for. Yeah. You've given a lot worse ones. I don't know. Like at least this one was like in the like. This was watchable. Yeah. No, like, I could, I could see, see, now he's gonna sit here and try to act like this was, like, the most egregious piece of filth it ever put on screen like... after some of the shit he's made us sit through. So, um, the As boogeyman. Talking to her mom. <laughs> so, the, bo- the boogeyman was adapted from a short story of Stephen King, and to his credit, Stephen King has made a menagerie of just wonderful horror stories i do think he is a really prolific high tier writer he does not have good luck when it comes to making movies or having his stuff made into movies yeah. although i did hear that he liked this so. 
<laughs> he, I think he's like back in the day, he used to shit on everything that was based off of his work, and now he's kind of taking an opposite approach, and I think appreciating like other people's interpretations. Um, but I do think it's him being like full of shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, because uh, I'm, I mean, the la- a lot of his stuff here lately has been okay at best. Yeah, at best. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, you, I thought It Part 2 was awful. Have you watched I, The Stranger? The Stranger. Ye, with No, I watched The Outsider uh, with yeah. Jason Bateman. Is yeah. that what you were thinking of? I think so. It's and the, it was okay. It's the slow. It's the slowest yes. fucking burn I've ever dealt with. I liked show. it until, spoiler warnings, uh, yeah, yeah. skip ahead 15 seconds, Bateman's character died. Yeah. No. Uh, Did uh, he... Did Stephen King do uh, the Black Mask? Oh, I thought you was were it? about to say cocaine. I was like, yes, he did. Plenty of that. I know <laughs> that. But was that his? Um, I want to say yes. God, fucking chair. Sprayed this thing with silicone, and it's still squeaking like shit. Black phone. Wait, the Black Mask. No, is it? Might have been called the Black Phone. I don't remember. Is that the one with Ethan Hawke? Yes. That's, yeah, that I don't th- was that a Stephen King? Yeah. Really? Is it? Um, the Black Phone, co-written by Sinister Duo Robert Cargill and Scott Derrickson as a rare horror movie. Da, da, da. The film, based on a short story written by Stephen King's son. Jeez. Oh, my son. Joe Hill. Okay, oh. okay. But um, still, can yeah. we, like... Somebody else has got to be making horror stories. They are. There has got to be so... someone else. There is, but Stephen King's such a household name. Man. But like, like, they don't even advertise it as a Stephen King anymore. I know. Well, like I, I didn't know they didn't say the Boogeyman, Stephen King's the Boogeyman or anything. Like I had no idea until well, I just looked it up. It's from a screenplay. It's based on the story, but it's a screenplay and a screen story by. Uh, Beckenwoods. Um, By who? Uh, Steven, no, Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Oh, I thought their name was Beckenwoods. Like, Although that, that is a that's a great name. name. Beckon. Yeah. I beckon you closer. Mm. No, they, they should really go into go to business together in Beckenwoods. Like, ugh. Um, but anyway, so uh, I originally suggested um, Totally Killer but I think that got lost when we were talking in, in business. Um, so then I suggested this because I was, I saw the trailer back in 2019 and I genuinely liked it. Like the trailer looked so good, looked fun, looked spooky. And I think what really got me was the, de- cause they briefly show it, the design of the, the creature, which, um, spoiler warning going ahead for the, this movie, the creature's, face is uh the mouth is held open by two hands kind of back to back and the knuckles kind of play as the teeth and i do think that as a design it's just good but um it's off-putting it is extremely off-putting and that's what i like about it is that it's it's creepy it's i like the 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 way the creature twists as it's like crawling around the house and not crawling slowly it crawls pretty quick quick but this movie wasn't good, in my opinion. I think one of my biggest, like, just irks with it 
is is with the monster, the boogeyman, the titular character itself. I don't know what it wants. I don't know what rules it lives by. And I genuinely don't even... I, I Like, just for example, like, there's a scene where the little girl, um, Sawyer, who is who's cute, probably... I didn't like any characters in this movie, except <laughs> her, maybe. Like, yeah, she might have been cool. the only... Yeah, mm. she might have been the only decent character in this movie. And um, she's sitting there watching TV, which why, whenever she's been in this situation countless times, why she is watching TV in the dark. Like, this is at a midpoint in the movie, almost at the crescendo. I don't know, she was playing a video game. But still, why wouldn't you have a lamp on? Hmm. Why wouldn't you turn the light on? And she was just sitting there. It's not like the light went out. She just decided, I don't want to turn the light on. Like, she's she's been getting tormented by this thing already. She's actively scared of it already. Yeah. And she just says, ah, it's not worth it. I don't want to get up now. And, like, she she sits there and hides in the light of the TV. But yet, the monster, while it's kind of circling around, acting like it's not going to go in there, it eventually does jump at her into the light. And I'm like, okay, so can it, does it depend on what kind of light it is that he can't jump into? Can he only be in light for, like, a certain time? Like, I don't understand this creature's powers yeah. and what rules... Like, it's never, like, I guess fully explained just what, like, rules that the creature lives by. Like, what the character, whatever you want to call it, is. Yeah. It just kind of does, they write it to be just, like, just the ultimate can do whatever it wants when it wants to me. Yeah. Which, I don't I don't really know if that worked in this, in this type of movie. It definitely didn't work for me. This felt like something that, this is like a first date. You don't really know what to do. You take your chick out. Or whoever, and this is like a a make out in the back of the theater movie, not really to be scared for me. You, like it's just you don't really pay attention. It's just a background noise. I, I mean, I don't know. It this is like baby's first horror movie for me. <laughs> so yeah. this would definitely be a movie that a kid younger is gonna watch and think, "Wow, this is awesome." Like, and kids are going to think it's cool, but then when they get older and watch it again, they're going to realize, oh, it was just kind of... Like, like that's what I was scared of. Yeah. Like, there were they were scary ass, like parts to it. There was definitely tension. Just, I mean, oh my god, the characters are so awful. This is such a cliche horror movie, whenever you really strip it down. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. No, I, uh, I was, uh, I was, I'm very disappointed. Because like, my my opinion is is similar. It's this movie does not. It's not a bad movie in the sense of it is technically high quality. Mm-hmm. Like I'd say this movie is very good in certain aspects of just like they do shots well, the lighting's nice, they build tension well. Um, I don't think the acting was ever egregious. Although I will say the the there's a sleepover scene, and it's just like it's. It's weird. I don't know. I feel like it is. I feel like kids today don't really bully the, that way. And also, what the fuck were you thinking? Bring us this the 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 girl Sadie. Sadie brings out her mom's weed, which we don't know how long that's been in there. Weed goes bad, right? Like I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Does it crazy? Right? I don't really know. I've never. No, but she gets it out of like a little tin that she found in the basement. 
that could be mold yeah. in that. Like, what are you thinking? And God. then, and then she like she she smokes it and just immediately starts coughing hard, and it's just like yeah, she yeah. just inhaled all those spores. Yeah, really. <laughs> like fucking Christ. No, I'm like it. It's so the character of Sadie itself, who is I I guess you'd call her the main character. Yeah, yeah. she is clearly grief stricken over her mother's death. Um, definitely doesn't know how to deal with it. Definitely a bit of an outcast character. And it, it just seems like, I, I don't know. She just had no depth to her at all. To me, there was no layers to unwind. It's just, I'm sad. I'm going to make everybody else sad. And I'm going to be the masthead that's going to lead the charge against the boogeyman. But I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing the entire time. And I'm not going to really use sense, logic, or anything to justify my actions. That's that's essentially every character in this movie. Like, and whenever I've said it, they're very cliche. Like, it's because like everybody does stupid shit. Like, oh, I know there's a monster in the house. I hear something. I know it's the monster. I'm gonna go check it anyway. Like, there's no precaution taken at any time. And I will get to the dad eventually. That piece of shit. But we're gonna. I'm gonna wait. Okay, so I 100% agree. I just... So, my biggest gripe with this movie is that they put a very heavy emphasis on she misses her mom because she got in a car crash, Mm -hmm. the whole nine yards, and then you introduce a creature that can mimic people Mm -hmm. and don't use that to mimic her mom. It did. to to a such a small extent, like, it didn't it didn't play it off as much as you I thought it was going to. No. Like and and that's why I think that she feels kind of one dimensional is because she is she's just fighting the creature. That's it. That's all her character is. She is just trying to survive while this creature just kind of stalks her. Whereas, welcome to the new segment. Joe thinks he could do it better. I think that I could have done this movie better just on the simple fact of. It would have been better to have her when she's going through and finds the fucking weed in the basement. Because they do have her have a like watch a short video of her mom. Have the creature in the background. Have the creature, you know, listen to the mom's voice and whatnot. And then over the course of the movie, have her confronting this trauma that she has very clearly had with her mom dying. And the creature represents a physical aspect of that trauma that would have added layers that would have made it more interesting and the fact that they don't do it and then what and what irritates me more than anything is that they didn't have like doors and more corners and stuff i mean oh my God. no <laughs> not but, enough nuance no there's a fucking scene where she goes down to the basement and she's walking around looking for something and she sees her mom's dress and it looks like her mom's in the dress mm-hmm. like a ghost and then she turns on the light and it's just a dress on a hanger nothing else and i'm just like are you joking you're you're she's interacted by this point that we're jumping around but it's just kind it's of frustrating <laughs> um by this point she's met a character who literally states this creature likes to toy with its prey likes to increase the fear and then feed off of that why the fuck wouldn't this creature do this? Why would this creature not be in the corner, like, you know, having the dress and, like, mimicking the mom? Like, it just... Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me that they don't use this aspect of the creature that works really well mm-hmm. with the trauma of lost, like, 
family. Like it just, it's, yeah, it bothers me it's so true. much. The the sound design for the creature, whenever it mimics people, it was very good because yeah. it's like, and it gets you a couple times in the movie where it's it's talking. The creature, the boogeyman, is talking. And you, as the audience, you think that it's oh, it's it's an actual person, right? But like after you realize that it's not, you realize oh wow, when it was talking, it's like it's the sound was lowered. Yeah, it's it was it was weird. It was a weird. I almost don't even know how to describe it other than it just sounded lowered. But like it, it's like after you look back on it, you're like oh wow, that was that yeah, you could tell that was the monster talking. It just got you. Yeah, but. Very good, Ben. Yeah, nah, man. This movie ain't it for me. I'm sorry. Okay, I, there uh, wasn't, any, there wasn't anything in this movie that I like enjoyed. I mean, the most realistic part was the therapy scene because it's like I've been to therapy. I've been in fear what of, the, of grippy sock jail. Like the the flashing light bit. Like poor guy, <laughs> like or poor poor girl. Like they've done that to me. Really? <laughs> like where the lights slowly turn off? Yeah. Oh, really, it was extremely uncomfortable. That just—I so was uncomfortable. watching that, and I'm like, "There's no way they actually do this. Like, this I've, is so stupid." I've sat in a dark room with a red light. Like it's—I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to do, but that I, did nothing for what, me. What is that supposed to teach you about? Oh, see, it's just a dark room. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like the fear of the dark isn't really anything that you can. Um, I don't. I don't. I think that that just has to happen naturally. I don't think it's something you can just fix. Because it's all, you know, just purely based on what could be there. Also, and you touched on this a little bit, I apologize. The fear of the dark thing could have worked so well. Because, and it's it's very, this movie does a couple things wrong in the very much the sense it's Chekhov's gun. If you're going to add it to the movie, expand on it. And it's that one moment where she goes to visit this, uh, so in the beginning of the movie... Um, a gentleman comes to her dad because her dad's a therapist and says like, Hey, my, my kids died. I'm sad. Um, and kills himself in the house. And that's what kind of leads the creature to attach itself to them. And so she detective works, goes and finds the house that the guy comes from and finds his wife in the house who has set a bunch of traps, which also so frustrating. Um, (laughs) bunch of traps and she's she's like she they talk briefly and in the in the conversation she mentions and goes i think it's been around forever and whatnot and you're gonna tell me not a single fucking time that this girl didn't go maybe i should look things up maybe i should find out some stuff mm-hmm. maybe i should maybe i should in like because they could have done a whole thing where they find that she goes and finds like in every culture everywhere there's a concept of a boogeyman yeah and guess what it all leads back to this one painting like a cave drawing where like they show i don't know shadow and physical form and fire seems to hurt it and like just just show the fire hurting it because here's the thing when (laughs) when that fucker came in the house so this this woman who lost her kids keep in mind she's so she's desperate mom has set up bear traps that when you cross this line, it fires a shotgun shell. And you're going to tell me this creature took what looked like Multiple. 20 shells 
And then a double tap from her, which I'm so glad because when she was walking up to that thing, I was like, girl, if you don't double tap that oh, shit. Yeah, only time something sensible was done. In the yeah. Movie. And she fucking, it, it just blows my mind. That thing just was like, yeah, I'm fine. Boop, 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 tear you in <laughs> half. And I'm just like, what do you mean you're fine? You just took bullets, like close range shotgun, very clearly hit. Cause I do love the bit where it like, triggers the first one and then just like it all just starts popping off and it's like struggling and it's just like and then on the ground that's yeah. it now i'm like the creature itself everything involved in it was super inconsistent and it and then like you said like we i would have loved to see them further explain the creature's backstory like is there just one of them it does it literally just go from family to family okay like i think it 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 wasn't explained very well but i assume that it attaches to people based off of grief so this first family we are introduced in their child dies of sids that introduces the grief to the family somehow the boogeyman is attracted to this and now like why does it just well, what, what is its motivation does it just want to kill does it want to take whatever black goo is inside of us the, what the is the motivation said, for the monster the lady said that uh, it feeds on fear okay but what i think and this would be true for a lot of stephen king properties i think it feeds on your soul because mm-hmm. So, if you guys are unaware, Stephen King has a shared universe. Mm-hmm. He was the first one to do like a multiverse thing, or not a first one, but he was an early multiverse thing. Right. Um, all Stephen King's creatures come from the Dark Tower, and so like the creature from it. When I don't think they showed it in the new one, but the the turtle thing in the original it that was supposed to be like its original form, and Ashley explained it to me. A while back, the um, turtle's not supposed to be its original form. No, it is. It's like a. It's like the a turtle spider. is completely separate from it. Yeah, the, it, the, the, the turtle's maturin. Maturin, yeah. Like the turtle is its mortal enemy. They're not the same. What the fuck was it? I don't know. Anyway, they all come from the same place, and the assumption is um, now. So the most most of Stephen King's shared universe, they all steal souls or some aspect of souls. And so the presumption is it steals the soul. My one thing that I really enjoy about this creature's design is that when it goes to steal your soul, it open it like breaks its neck, then opens up the mouth, and then a secondary creature comes out and goes and it's just it's creepy. It is, but it's also weird. Yeah. Why is there a second creature? Like why is there a second head inside of its mouth? Yeah. Nothing is explained about the character. Yeah, there there is a level of too much mystery that I think this movie just kind of went too far for. Like, yeah, sure, I, I don't want to know everything about this creature. I don't need to know its credit card number sort of thing. But, like, I do want to know at the very bare minimum, why is it that fire is the only thing that affects it? Like, yeah, sure, it's afraid of light because it assumes it's fire, I assume. But, like... right. I mean, again, like the line that the mother of the previous family, where she talks about the first humans invented fire in so and so AD, you, I believe it's been around since then. It's like that. That could have been a cool line if it made any sense. Like it didn't yeah. make any sense because we, 
made never explored at that at all like we yeah. there's also like the the plot line of sadie having seances to try and bring her mom back that's really kind of just brought up here and there and then never really touched on again i'm telling you just her her doing a seance and then the creature like above her going sadie you were a disappointment exactly and then just, like, leaning away just like could have been so goddamn good no it could it could have been like that could have been like the whole thing like that that item of itself could have been just a great scene yeah but you know it really felt like that the all this movie was was they read the short story took the bullet points and said we're just gonna cover those yeah like make some money yeah honestly it it mm. which uh, there's no heart ashley mentioned it every now and again um when Stephen King, I don't think he does it just for the money, but every now and again, when he needs some money, he'll just be like, "Hey, make make something out of this." Because um, actually, is it is it Rose Red? Um, there's a there's a show that came out on on Hulu, and Ashley was losing it. Yeah, it's Stephen King's Rose Red came out on Hulu. And apparently everyone's already losing their mind over it. In a bad or a good way. In a good way. Um, it's it's an older show. Um, it didn't get a good proper release. And uh, a lot of people really liked it. And I think Stephen King's properties are just very hit or miss. But he'll there'll be like periods of time where he just releases a bunch of them. And then gets kind of a lot of quiet. And then releases another bunch. That sort of thing. Because like, um, like Doctor Sleep loved Dr. Sleep. That was a fantastic yeah. movie. I think I, only, the only gripe I have about that movie is that one guy died for no fucking reason. Um, but uh, I I really think he's a fantastic writer. I think he's really good, but his adaptations are just mediocre. But that's not necessarily on him unless it's the ones that he's been actively involved in. Yeah. I think nowadays he doesn't really have any involvement. He just lets them have his properties and he well, gets a check. No, it's it's as far it's it's not that he isn't involved. I just think that his Have you ever read his stuff? I've read a little bit here and there. I'm not an avid Stephen King reader. I tried when they were originally releasing The Dark Tower. Ashley told me like it's gonna be bad da 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 and I was just like alright well let me read the book it is so flowery like his writing is so just describing every single second every moment and whatnot. cause like it, the first couple pages of the Dark Tower is just him describing the main character and just like his gun his belt his pants his boots the way he walks, the way he talks, and it's just too much. Leave a little bit up to the reader, but it's very good, but it's just too much. And I think that's the problem, is that his books have a lot of descriptors, and that fills up a lot of pages. And unfortunately, when turning that into a movie, it can't really be like, oh, hey, Sadie sat there silently, you know, her hair falling on her eyes and it's just a shot of her just you know. <laughs> yeah you can't you can't get away with that yeah like it, it, I don't know but for me personally this is a 4 out of 10 and hold on hold on we haven't even covered the biggest shit stain on this whole movie the oh, father the fucking oh. father <laughs> listen <laughs> oh my god 
This dad might be the most useless character. I mean, just piece of shit father figure I've seen in a movie. And I mean, I've seen movies where the father beats their kids. Mm -hmm. And I still think they're better fathers than this guy. I mean, he was absent. He is a therapist. He did not even attempt to make any kind of connection with his children after the death of their mother. And yes, his wife died. But you still have a responsibility to your children to help them usher into this next step of their life. Like, bro, you're and a professional at connecting with people. You, you literally <laughs> have other therapists being like, dude, you've got to, like, snap the fuck out of it. You're acting stupid. Yeah. And I mean, like, he is ignoring them when they're telling them about the boogeyman. He is pretty much just, even whenever he finds out about the boogeyman, and the boogeyman gets him, and then he's trying to help fight the boogeyman, he hurts his leg, and then his daughters have to carry him. I mean, he is useless. And Chris Messina, the actor, like, I'm not a big fan of his to begin with. I don't think any of the actors were the problem in this movie. I think, I think best case, it was more the dialogue was the issue than them. Because I think there were certain moments where, like, the delivery was done the best it could be. Yeah. Um, it's just that these characters are not fleshed out in any sense of the word. Like none of the characters from the, from the, the human characters to the titular character of the boogeyman, none of them are fleshed out. And I think at the end of the day, that will always be like number one thing you have to do to make good storytelling. I don't know. Good characters. The, the little girl likes playing video games. What you talking about? Jeez. That's, that's totally a thing. Actually, I, mean, I know what video game she was playing in the movie. I, I was about to say, what PS5 game was she playing? So, it's a... Uh, oh, it's called of, Pathless. Of course you know what it did. I oh, know. I played it. The most obscure game. No, it's so good. So, I'm going to go on a little rant. Um, Pathless is a game that uh, you shoot like these little stars that are hanging around the, the earth. And um, it's based around, I believe, Tibetan mythology. And it's just, it's really fun. And so it's just like you running around hitting stuff and uh it's specific like you just there's not really like enemies to fight you just explore and then you fight like one big boss that's the big thing that shows up that turns the screen red um visually a lot of fun and i was very like it was one, one of the points in the movie i was just like i know that thing whoa <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was, it was such a like a neat little thing because like the when you hit the stuff, it does make like the noise, and I was like, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> I'm glad and, you I knew mean, what it was. <laughs> I, the fact that she was using that to light up the area to catch glimpses of it, I'm just again, why, why did yeah. you not turn a fucking light on? Yeah, really. Like you, are, we are knee deep in this thing, terrorizing you. Turn. It should have been your first instinct to turn a light on right now. It's your, It should be your first instinct even if you are not being chased and succumbed by an evil presence. Like, you should always just turn a fucking light on when you go in a room. It's not hard. Just, ugh. Like, the Geico commercial, like, you don't make sense when you're in a horror movie. <laughs> like, that, this, they, they watched that and said that. Like, that was yeah. really, like, nothing that a character did in this movie should have been done. Stupidity. Although I will say it was the funniest fucking thing in that scene, in that particular scene, where like it's behind, the, it it it's crawling around the room. She's the the screen lights up and it disappears and she's like freaking out, and it jumps at her from behind the TV, 
and it disappears off screen and then we just see her hanging from the ceiling like bouncing yeah. over out because it's 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 clearly holding her from the ceiling and then the next bit is it just whops her into the fucking TV. No, yeah, that was and wild. Like, and like the I I I don't know what the dad was thinking because I think I think the girl uh, the older sister like was like okay, this thing's real. I understand it. Uh, there's no way she could have thrown herself into a TV. And I right. think the dad just didn't believe it. And I don't understand how, because the TV was still standing, and it's just like, so this little girl, this maybe like 50 pounds soaking wet little girl, was just like, I'm WWE in this TV, <laughs> and just rams into it. Like, are you an insane man? The dad was terrible. He no, was, he the, was just like, he oh, sucked, man. God, what an awful character. That is not the therapist I want. No, not exactly. Not for nothing. Jeez. Oh, man. Imagine, like, you sent your child to him. Like, ugh. Nah. (sighs) Yeah. I'm like, I was disappointed. Yeah. I'm like, I really, I I think I had, I had no expectations, but they were still not met. (laughs) No, this, this was just a movie. Yeah. It was, it's not... Four, it's four out of ten for me. I just the only thing holding up this movie is they had some interesting camera shots. Like in the beginning, they had this bit where the girl looks under the bed and the camera twists. No, that was cool. Yeah, it, it had some good shots. Um, it had some okay visuals and like especially I do think they u- utilized the predator eyes really well. I loved seeing the little eyes in the corner. Mm-hmm. They're like actually stalking. Yeah, and I think that again wasted potential and i think the design of the creature was neat i yeah. I, I love the hands i don't i don't necessarily need them to explain oh there's a second creature in there it's, it's named jerry Kruger. i, did, I don't need them to explain it either i think it would have just been better not to have it yeah I, I you know what i'm saying it was kind of just unnecessary it was yeah, it was like they 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 could have done the good. same thing, but just without a second creature in there, and I would have been fine. Yeah, now it, it was truly just like who looked at that and said, "You know what this thing needs? Another head." You know what? <laughs> you know what's a good comparison? Smile, smile. Mm. Ha, have you seen Smile? Yeah, yeah. So smile. Spoilers for Smile. Smile's creature. The entire time we don't see him. We don't get really an explanation, but we still get a history. Mm-hmm. And we still understand it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, they showcase the creature, and it's just this massive, like flesh blob, to a certain extent. And he grabs his face and or her face, and like opens it up and just enters into her body mm-hmm. through her mouth. And it's really great. Like, very much go see this movie. It's very good. And I think it's a good comparison because they played it correctly. They explain the creature through the history. They don't try to go too far. They showcase its powers just a little bit. And they just don't... It's it's such a... They didn't overdo it, but they did it right. With yeah. Smile. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed Smile. Smile was I fantastic. No, Smile is definitely like... We might we might do Smile one day on our own. Mm. But like if I had to give Smile a rating, it would definitely... I watched it a few months ago. I would I would be very comfortable giving it an eight, and that might go up after I did a rewatch. Oh, definitely nine, nine out of ten for me. Um, for two reasons. Number one, uh, love their marketing. I thought that was so. All those, all those people at the baseball games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Have oh. you seen they're doing it right now for um, some movie coming out about um, androids? No. There's some kind of like something going on the same thing, and it was um, I think it was at a baseball game or somewhere, and they had people like in um, <laughs> uh, no, it was college football. It was college football game day. And uh, they had these people dressed up like the back of their heads oh. were like machines. Yeah, no, 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 that movie's bad. Is it? What was yeah. it? Uh, it's the, it's the the creator. Yeah. Creator. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I've I've heard not great things about that, which is unfortunate. But um, no, I think marketing like that because I Marvel did a, a similar thing with the scrolls and they show up in the back of like uh, news like actual like actual news and whatnot. They'll just be walking by or whatever. But no, Smile is a good a good comparison for this movie because they have the same concept of a creature kind of stalking a person, but the way they went about it is so much smarter. Yeah. I mean, you're ex- you get it explained why it is now this main character we're following that is in uh has the creature, yeah, where they- it came from, where it's a ri- like you get a I think you get like a basis of what the original. Yeah. We don't need to know the original, like where its origin is. No, it, it, but you get like a, a a little nugget enough to at least keep the breadcrumbs alive. Yeah, and they and they give that little line of hope of like a way to get out because mm-hmm. in in Smile there's uh, she goes to a a previous person and he tell he just straight up tells her hey hey you have to kill another person in a horrific way. And that'll that'll get it off your back. I don't know where it comes from. Uh, I met some other people, and they were just fucked up too. And it's they just do it in such a smart way. Mm-hmm. Um, God, it's yeah. almost it's almost the exact same beats, and they just fucked it up for Boogeyman. Yeah. No, I'm like I would give it a four out of ten as well. I think that at the end of the day, my main gripes are just poor character development. Pretty much no development with the main character, like titular character of the Boogeyman. I think that there were a lot of missed opportunities with that creature. I think that we still don't have a good understanding of what it is, why it is, and what it actually wants. It's like, what are the, what are even the, are the vines? They're just yes. in the house. Yes, yeah, again, I just, what what is that? Okay, I get it, it's meant to show... Is it like marking its territory? Yeah, like, that's what I'm meant that's, to believe. That's I guess kind of what I took it as. I mean, that I feel like that's where it's like been at in the house and, and all that. Yeah. But I mean, even that man, I just the the monster was the only thing good for me, and even that just with the double headed shit that just <laughs> I don't know. I just have no idea what it is. Like we just we watched we sat through. I think this was like an hour and forty. Yeah. And like we just don't have a good idea on anything about the boogeyman. And I guess maybe in their minds, I would say maybe they were trying to be like, well, it's the boogeyman. Everybody knows the boogeyman. We don't need to give you anything on it. It comes from your closet. It likes the dark. It wants to kill you. That's all you need to know. And cool, I guess. I just don't think your delivery of it was very good. No. But I do think that the the way that the character's eyes can be followed... I do think that the sound design, whenever it talks, is very good because it did get me like at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. Where, especially the scene where Sawyer, the little girl, is under the sheets. She hears her sister come in. Her sister is talking to her. She lifts the sheets. Her si- the door is closed. There's nobody in the room with her. <laughs> and it's like you like oh shit because like whenever you listen to it, like oh yeah, it's it's got that low frequency like you like mm-hmm. the monster talks, but you don't realize it until after. It like oh yeah right. that, that's the monster, 
But like there are little things like that that are good, but not anything enough to to save it in the mm. slightest. No, I mean it's same for me. This movie was, I honestly was gonna give it a three, but and the three is literally just the monster for me. Nothing yeah. else was doing it for me. I I just again I feel like a teenager, like I said earlier, would love this movie. Mm-hmm. Now I see. I sh- I should have pushed for totally killer. I watched that the other day and I. I actually really like it. Like I'm, I'm a little upset because <laughs> I, I went into Holy Killer going like, oh, they're gonna be goofy and it's just not gonna work. But it actually is so, it's so much better. Yeah, just I mean, it's it's not the worst movie you're ever gonna watch. I mean, it, at the end mm. of the day, I'd still rather watch this than Skidamarink. Mm. I mean, I you know, I, it's it's a generic movie that has some good moments. Just a lot of missed opportunities. And again, I think it's one of those movies that a kid could watch and really enjoy it. This would be like their first oh, big horror movie that their parents let them watch and they think that it's amazing. And then, you know, like a lot of things when we grow up, you know, we realize they actually weren't that good to begin with. Yeah. Like I watched War of the Worlds. I thought War of the Worlds was <laughs> I thought War of the Worlds no. was Emmy Award winning because it was one of the first things I was able to watch that my parents would originally not let me watch. Mm-hmm. And then I re- went and rewatched it like a year ago and like, oh my god, it's so bad. I've been seeing that ad on, on what is it, Hulu or Max? Like uh, <laughs> it's so bad. War of the Worlds was doo doo. It, it was. Like but it. When you're a kid, you you a lot of the nitpicks that we're having. When you're a kid, you don't really think about it. You just see, oh, scary monster. Ooh, scary moment. Another scary moment. Yeah. Wow. And like, I could see, I could see someone, of someone will enjoy this. And I mean, again, it's not the worst, but it's it's by far not the best. Just a mid, mid movie. <laughs> Kind of like talk to me. If you know, if you're a teenager, you'll love it. If you're a sensible adult, nah. No, talk to me was solid. Talk yeah. to me was. I can understand some gripes with it, but talk to me was. I think retrospectively a good movie. Way better than this movie, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they had yeah. they had actual character development and like stuff worked and mm-hmm. you know the- two two young girls dealing with the grief of their parents dying, yeah. mother dying. Like, I but wow, both sounds just like this one. <laughs> It was. I mean, but it was the grief was explored better in Talk to Me. It was. The so, doors were pretty interesting in Skinner Marine, right though. <laughs> you know. You know what? I saw someone the other. I saw someone the other. Here day. we go. No, I saw. I saw someone the other day because I, I view Skinner Marine as an art house movie. I don't. I don't think it's for everyone. It's whatever. I saw someone the other day that was saying, like, the reason why... uh, A good explanation on why, like, there's corners and just, like, it's very odd angles. It's a home movie for the demon. The demon's the one making the movie. And so, like, they're not gonna do shots and such of, like, you know, what you would expect sort of thing. And I think that's a good explanation. Is it? Eh. Why would the... If you're a demon, why are you so just intrinsic just like staring at a corner hmm. why aren't you looking I mean, at the kids the, should you be f- looking at the kids why the fuck do, do demons do anything like this is for his youtube channel what's up guys yeah. demon <laughs> boy 666 what's up yeah I'm gonna scare the fuck out of these kids I'm gonna rip this kid's skin right off <laughs> trap these kids in an Patreon, entire limbo <laughs> hey, hey guys, guys guys watch this hey put 
a knife in your eye. Watch, watch. He's about, he's about to do it. Oh, he did it! Oh, that's sick. <laughs> it's <stupid. laughs> It'd be so. No, uh, that's kind of what I thought you were gonna say. I saw like a last week. I think I was I was on Twitter, and I might have accidentally logged into our Twitter. Yeah. Uh, that they watch at night Twitter, and I saw Kyle Edward Ball, the director of Skin and Marink, post a script written direct or written by Kyle Edward Ball, but he covered up the title, and he's like working on a new project, and it <laughs> took everything I had not to go on that post. That only had a handful of likes at that point, and no comments, and say, please, God, don't let it be Skinamarink 2, because I knew he'd see it, I knew it would hurt his feelings, and I had to decide whether it would be worth it or not. And again, I was on our official Twitter. I was on our official Twitter. If you make him hate me before I even get to shake his hand and be like, oh, thank you for this. I had to sit and think, is it worth going on either my Twitter or like a a fake Twitter and doing it? (laughs) But like, at the end of the day, I I don't want to hate on his artistic prowess. If this is what he wants to make and someone's stupid enough to give him the money to make it, it ain't my business. I just ain't gonna watch it. My <laughs> As Joe said at the con, he's supporting art. Yeah, it's, I'll support art. Yeah, no matter how shitty it is. But all right, Ben. What? what we both gave it a four. I gave it a three. Okay. I said that a minute ago, but it's so, so good. So, it's a movie. Watch it at night <laughs> if you want. I mean, I don't think it really affects the viewing at all. Which is such a bummer. You feel like this movie would really emphasize that. Like, oh, hey, it's at night. Don't watch it at the dark. Whoa. But, nah. I think I think it could have been better. It definitely could have, I don't know, done some things different. But it's in the past. We watched it. It's whatever. I mean, this will not. This is not going to be the worst movie we've ever, no. we ever review. No, we're still searching for my, uh, my worst movie ever. It's got to be it's got to be something that is well liked by the public, but I personally don't like it and I have to say a reason for it. Well, you need to you need to find like a movie that you've already watched. God, that's so much. That like me and Ben haven't watched, but like you go on Rotten Tomatoes and it's like universally loved. Okay. Type of thing. Still, Which still on working. Rotten Tomatoes, to be fair, Boogeyman, I was surprised. Sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes with a sixty-six audience score. Because no. like I thought I was gonna come in here and I, as usual, I thought I was gonna be the only one with any fucking sense no. and going to like shit on the movie. I thought you two were gonna be like, oh my god, it's so amazing. I love the way the jaw opens with the fingers. <laughs> no. no, so like I, I also saw some reviews on it when I looked it up for the. Uh, like the technical level stuff and the the reviews make sense a lot of them are saying like this this is a generic movie it is a structured similar horror movie that's just gonna exist and i feel that just doesn't cut it for me i Mm -hmm. i I feel like any movie should be good in the sense of like technical level like they should be doing shots they should be you know moving the camera around etc it's what the movie does differently. Like, they could have done so much more with this movie. This is just a wasted concept, in my opinion, but I'm not going to dwell on it. We gave it our review. We gave it our points. I'm not going to dwell on it, just because it's going to frustrate me. 
it it's so frustrating because it's just such a good creature and it does it's the glowing eyes for me like because especially because like God, this is Joe dwelling on it. <laughs> it, it it bothers me so much like they could have done so much good stuff with this like I don't know. anyway next week we're gonna be doing a spirit but i'm not gonna dwell on it i'm not gonna dwell on it i'm gonna move past and i'll live my life brother I, listen it's man so i'm not insane. trying i'm not trying to just beat a dead horse already buried in the ground but like you vehemently defended skinnamarink yeah. something that you never even saw the fucking monster I and by it. And, and, but like this, this has got you like shook. Yeah. I mean, I I agree with you. It's not a good movie, but like it didn't. I didn't walk away from it like God. What a waste of my life! I can't believe I like I did. Skinnamarink. Art art is subjective. You're it's, subjective. That's true. <laughs> Although I I usually get pretty good reviews. So. <laughs> <you know. laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I I do I. I think anything that you can consider an art house film, which I consider Skinnamarink a horror-based art house film, is it's going to be extremely subjective. There are films out there that are for a very unique audience, and like, don't start. You <laughs> said it. Unique. I know, but you're laughing. Unique New York here. God. Um, a very particular audience. And they make it for that audience. They're not making it so that it can, you know, garner money or or fame and whatnot. They're making it for that audience. I don't believe in that. No film. He, you don't make any movie on that scale without the intent of making money. No, no, it doesn't happen. You, you, I mean, make the money back, I guess. But like, there, there are there are artists out there that make art. For the sole objective of creating art. Yeah, and you know what? It doesn't get put out on fucking Hulu or wherever this was. You talking about Boogeyman or Skinnamarink? Skinnamarink. Yeah, no, it didn't. Skinnamarink was on Shutter. Okay, well. <laughs> I mean, sh- like, uh, in the, the uh, oh shit, what was it called? It's like the Fawn something. There was another movie that came out. And I really desperately wanted y'all to watch it, but I was so worried that it would you'd get the same reception. <laughs> but it's 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 a kind of art house based horror film, and I really enjoyed it because of I don't want to stare at a fucking branch it's for not. two hours. <laughs> it's not. It has it has a. It's got leaves. It has a more. <laughs> Got flowers and leaves and see and this is stars. the guy that thought the hide behind could have a full length feature film it could. because all it's, <laughs> it's just gonna be him hiding behind a it's tree the same thing as the fucking ritual just like not really it, you don't know you could literally switch out the ritual creature for the hide behind and just make it like oh they find its cave and find all its victims or something well that would be boring that's mo- that's what I was saying I don't think there's enough there yeah there's not. It just hides behind things. <laughs> anyway, if that thing ever jumps behind a leaf, he's gonna cream his pants. <laughs> like it? No, 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 no. It jumps behind a tree, and you stay looking at that fucking tree for at least fifteen minutes. Where did it go? You go behind it. It's gone. Where did it hide behind? I'm gonna fight y'all. <laughs> anyway, next week. God, I'm feeling a 
hacked. <laughs> um, next week we are doing our Halloween episode, which I'm very excited for. Kind of a kind of a new realm we're diving into here. Well, uh, yeah, a little bit. Hopefully, um, we don't go into a new realm. Boom, boom, boom. Um, no, so uh, we have a spirit box. I've got an EMF detector, which I need to find. Um, but we are going to try to communicate into the beyond. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you uh haven't, if this is your first time listening to us, kind of a recurring thing here. Uh, Biscuit, our sea, uh, Shadow Biscuit, the Shadow Man that lives in Ben's house. Um, we would like to try to communicate, uh, see what happens, uh, and then me and Joe will leave. <laughs> and I, you know, we're we're gonna just we're just gonna see. We've heard stories. We've seen there there's active things going on. There's been there has been and still is stuff happening in the house. According to Ben and his wife, so and we did see a act like an active EMF. Like obviously, it picks up other things, but it was sitting on the middle of a table, away from everything else. Nothing was approaching it. Nothing was moving, and it lit up when we were talking about Poltergeist and talking specifically to Shadow Biscuit. Yeah. So there is evidence of something there. That that was not expected on my part i really didn't think i i didn't think anything was going to happen with it and then whenever we actually did it like lit up we all looked at each other like did that just light up and then we asked it to do it again and it did it again (laughs) and so like after you kind of like and then we just kind of talked to it for a minute and it wasn't ultra consistent but it was consistent enough to where i was like ooh, concerned there might actually be something going on here i i'm i will say i'm very thankful that I know he's here, but I'm glad that he is just a shadow because a, a close friend of mine um, has sleep paralysis. Oh god! And he, I said, I said, you know, man, I know what you're talking about, and you never want to just come straight out and be like, oh, you believe in all that? Like, some people don't want to talk about it, but I just yeah. asked him because I know him well enough. I said, so you believe in all that? Like, you believe in like shadow people? And he said, yeah. And I, he said, that's what I see like when I have sleep paralysis. And I said, what does he look like? And, I, and he said, he's tall. And he's skinny. And he has a wide brim hat. Oh. So he sees the fucking hat man. Oh, God. That's so creepy. Gross. And, and Joe keeps looking out into the hall. Like, where it's just dark. I, mean, I know. It's, it's late at night. No, I've I've told y'all I have seen things like whenever like we were in the uh, other room, yeah. like I'll see something around the corner and I'll like look and it's gone. And I just play it to my eyes, but I I mean there there's been some interesting moments. Nothing that I would like definitively say was an experience, but definitely some you know might have been. Yeah. But no, like if if your dude, I, I've heard of the Hat Man, and I do not want to meet. I don't meet it i i've I well it it's well uh, yeah i'm like it i i am a i wouldn't call myself a what's what's it called when you doubt it skeptic yeah i wouldn't call myself a skeptic i'm willing to believe in anything i just like personally have not had an experience and do not wish to have an experience i would rather hear of other people's experiences and just think it's cool um, so that's what I'm, I'm living vicariously f- through you, Ben. No, when when Big Dog said that when 
everything was fine until he said the wide brim hat. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He and said, like, what? What do you mean? And I said, bro, you don't know what. Everybody mean. that has those issues sees him. Everybody knows for the most. And it's weird. Like, what is he? I don't know. We need to just do number one. If there's not a movie about him, we need to number one. Somebody needs to make it. We need to crowdfund that seriously. <laughs> but number two, that should just be a discussion we have. We need to just talk about that dude one day. No, he says all he does is he just sits and stares at him. Like, when he realizes that he's, like, in the sleep paralysis, like, he'll see him and he just stands there, looks at him. Other times, he said he sees another one that, like, slowly, like, walks towards him. And, like, well, like, as he's, like, trying to, like, shake himself out of the sleep paralysis, it, like, is actively getting closer to him. But Hatman will literally just sit there and look at him. Oh, God. Won't move, won't do nothing. He'll just sit there. That's so terrifying. Like I, I feel for anybody that has to deal with that. He said he hasn't had he. It hasn't happened in a long time. But like yeah. he said, he can't take naps anymore because he get he catches himself like getting stuck. Ugh. it sucks, dude. Like oh, poor poor dude. Because it's like even if it's not real, like if it is something that just happens in our heads whenever we enter that state, it's still fucked up. It's still so scary. Like it's it's hard to to just. Discern real or fake. Please stop looking out into the hallway, because <laughs> you like you're freaking me, and now I'm getting freaked out. <laughs> oh, wait, where's my uh, spirit box? I have it around. I know we should do a little test uh, test run of the spirit box. Where is it? I think I put it back in my bag. <laughs> I'm like I'm just I'm just curious. Like we've been sitting here talking about it for a minute. Like let's see if we uh, get a little tease of what's to come next week. Because like we've got. Pretty much like Ben's house, there's a story in every part of Ben's house Basically, that I, I would yeah. love to explore. There's also like the out in the woods, there's a cemetery that I believe has had some spooky beings uh, take place, although we're not sure if we'll be able to, because I don't think that's technically your land, correct Ben? It's not. But so, I mean, we might not be able to go also, out there. It's also hunting season and I'd rather not get shot. Well, we wouldn't we probably would start earlier and wouldn't go into the day. We'd probably go a little bit into the day portion. So I I'm I don't know. We'll see. Alright, so Oh god, Ben just turned the lights off. <laughs> it, it is really fucking dark back here. I really hope we don't hear anything. I don't want to hear my Well, I think that the biggest thing is so with with the spirit box, you ask questions and you hope for answers, correct? Yes. So Well, it's also the pro- the problem with uh, which also this is that's all it is. Oh, I love it. I love No, it's very I know, it's very creepy. The the issue is that it picks up other radio stations, so like Electric Kia. Yeah, Kia. So like I'm not sure how it works. Well, I think number one, um, I would like to invite any um, any spirit in the area. Uh, to please come and interact with this black box in Joe's hand. Our, our very large friend here standing up. I assume you probably wouldn't miss him. Um, please, uh, are you here? Say something? I don't know. 
I swear to God. I eat ass. <laughs> what did it say? That's just radio. Yeah. But like isn't it doesn't it take radio and use it? Yeah. So it's still trying to communicate with you just through radio? Shut the fuck up, Ben. God dang it. Because I heard something in there, and then you did that. I had to. I know. I know. It's fair. You keep looking down the hallway, man. What are they playing? Ping pong? I heard it say there was a girl. A girl used to live here. (laughs) So, so part of the spirit box thing is it does take temperature. Uh huh. So currently it's seventy six degrees. So that's hot. Well, uh, so supposedly when ghosts it feels colder around, in here though. Well, we got the breeze from the fan. Yes, that's true. Um, supposedly when ghosts or shadow people or you know things of that nature appear, the temperature drops. <laughs> well, we'll be a little more prepared. I'll I'll look into it. Try to see the best way to get. What did it say? It said, I got laid off by white male managers. (laughs) I mean, hey. Maybe he did. Yeah, probably. Who didn't? Racism in the shadow world. I know, right? And you would think they'd all just be shadows. (laughs) See, like, I honestly. Were they playing Solitaire too? No, I love the. They got casinos over there? I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to figure it out. We'll. 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 Oh, I don't sound good. What's up with that, buddy? Yeah, I mean, please don't. Don't harm me tonight. But I mean, at least Make say something for them. Known. I mean, if you could say my name, that'd be great. Oh God. You know, Indy. You know me. You know Etta. Hmm. <coughs> nah, I will say I love I love background noise like this. Like it's just perfect. Well, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, but, I mean the instructions even say like it's it's like playing an instrument. You gotta listen for stuff and. I mean, we could also not be hearing everything because it, it's got headphones that we can plug in and, you know. We should do the Estes method. <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, the Estes method is you essentially have somebody. They are plugged into the spirit box and you have someone outside, like, asking questions but you only get answered from the person who can hear it in the spirit box and they say what they hear. Yes, like we need to do that. That would be fun. So let's put you in the, here in the dark. I would on it. Well, you need one person um one person's listening. One yes. Person Although I would be willing to do it. I would be scared shitless, but I'd be re- willing to do it. I kind yeah, I kind of want to hook him up for the listening bit just so like 
We're, we're just sitting down, you ask the questions, and then just suddenly he just jumps and he's like, I'm out of here, I'm out of here! Just like, wait, no, you gotta tell us what he said! <laughs> no, no, next week will be fun. I mean, and just not for nothing, it'll be creepy, it, it, it'll be fun. Like, I do feel confident we're going to find something, but, you know, we're not going to manufacture anything. Like, it's, I, I think that, I think that we're gonna have a good time, and I think it'll be a fun listen. Yeah. And, uh... We'll, uh, do we want to use these mics, or are, are we going to go into the woods? I don't know. Depend. I mean... Because I, I still got the small mics. We can you know, know. pick and choose, but... Uh, I don't know if there's people hunting back there right now. I mean, well, considering how dark it gets, I'd re- honestly, I'd rather not just get shot. I'd rather not. We'll <laughs> just... We could... I think that exploring parts of the house where there has been activity sighted, and that includes like you know the living room, this room, the attic. You know, we I think we'll have enough to just be able to explore and kind of do whatever. And what's really exciting about having the spirit box and the EMF detector, and the fact is, like, my mom's gonna get so pissed if she listens to this whole episode. We can start going to haunted houses and like staying overnight. <laughs> oh, I'm down. No, there's there's a lot, like. The, oh my god there's so many places like even just hotels you can stay in no and, and i say my mom's gonna get pissed because like she was super into ghost adventures when i was mm. younger and when we moved here she was like oh yeah no it's a haunted house over here we should go we should go stay and i'm just i was always like nah i don't i don't care about that stuff and then 10 years later i'm over here just like hey guys let's go to a haunted house mm. <laughs> invite her fuck like, it god she can go too she she would love it well, I well I'll, I'll get I'll get her suggestions because she's done the EMF thing and been like, oh yeah, there was reaction or whatnot. So, no, I mean I, I think that um that would definitely be like what I would love. Those would be my favorite moments from this this podcast was whenever we go into investigations. Like if we became just purely an investigation podcast, I wouldn't hate it. Oh fuck it, <laughs> I would love it. But who's got time for it? But anyway. Although if we made money off of it, then we could write off gas on our uh, yeah. Expenses. Well, there's plenty of things that are just like a night stay yeah. that you could do. But uh, <coughs> oh, sorry. I think we've we've covered everything. We've gone over what next week goes and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, no, that's that's more behind the scenes stuff. Um, all right. So I'm Joe. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. And this has been. They watch at night.